Hey everybody, welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. I'm Kylie. And on today's episode, we react to the Oscars. Here we are. We are here to react to the 92nd annual Oscar ceremony. Which, overall, I have to say, for me, good time. Enjoyed. How, what are your, how are your overall thoughts, feelings on things? I just wish Joker had won, and then we would be done with this. <laughs> you were secretly, like, rooting? You're like, yes. He's, he'll stick to his word. We won't have to do this again next year. It'll be over with. Maybe, maybe we just won't talk about movies anymore. Oh, really? You don't own Lost in Translation? I, see, okay, I need to own Lost in Translation. The problem is, is that Hastings had like three copies of it, and they were all like $15 and above, and I was like, listen, Lost in Translation, good movie, enjoyable movie. 15 was pretty steep when it compared to the other good deals that I could always get, so like, I mean, I've made mistakes, and then when Hastings was going out of the business... It was gone before I could get there. I've made mistakes, Ki I've made mistakes, Kylie. Mm-hmm. I can admit to them. There's no going back. No, no, not at all. Yeah. We're stuck here. Well, we could just buy it. I'm looking it up. All right, Josh, let's start. Okay. Um... Oh, you want to know how much it is to get on Amazon? Oh, how much is it on Amazon? Fourteen ninety nine. Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> it's the universal price of Lost in Translation. It is. Uh, You're stuck here. Yep. One day, one day I'll be like, all right, fifteen bucks for this movie. I'll do it. Uh, well, Kylie, we, we've come to a, to a moment I did not think we were going to get to. A very exciting one, actually. The end of 2019? Well, I mean... I also didn't think we'd make it this far. Uh, 2020 is, uh... 2020! <laughs> off to us. It's off to a start. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to get better from here, but we'll, we'll see. This might be a rough ride for American history, but... Today was a good day. Well, the Oscars was a good day, at least, because Parasite won. Parasite took home four Oscars. Four. Picture. Director. Screenplay. International film. Look at all those Oscars. The most Oscar-winning film of the year. It's very exciting. I didn't think we'd get here. Mm -hmm. What, uh, how you feeling about it? Good. A surprise. I'm still flabbergasted. Yeah, right? I'm also like, yeah, of course. Like, what else? 1917. Well, you know. That guy running. That's a good running scene. It's a great running it's scene. It's probably the best running scene of 2019. I would agree. Yeah. That one for 19. Arrivo and Widows in 18. Uh-huh. Let's see. Who's, who's running in 17? The runner-up for 2018 is Fallout, uh -huh. though. Oh, okay. He got a good run. He broke his ankle. Yeah. But he got a good run. I'm so sorry. But not... Not quiet. Harriet also has a pretty good run. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. 
Listen, I like our pitch for Cynthia Erivo's career from this point forward. That she just catches everyone. <laughs> First, she runs into a Mission Impossible movie, just like takes out Ethan Hunt, and then like runs into a Bond movie and just takes out Bond, and then runs into the next white male franchise and takes that person out too. So finally, they're all gone. We can start fresh. Yeah. Um. Uh, some records that Parasite set tonight. It is the first uh, Korean film to win uh, not only an Academy Award, but Best Picture. It is the... Oh, Get Out. Uh-huh. It has a great running scene where that guy runs straight to the camera and you're like, ah! Good. Good running scene. Um. Okay. Oh, no. Baby Driver. Oh. Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good running scene. Solid. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. It's, Okja has a pretty good running scene. Should we add best running scene to the duckies next year? Think, I'm I'm on board. I think we should just add best running scene to our lives. No Man's Land, 2017. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the best running scene in 2014, though, we all can agree, is slow-mo, slow running of... Days of Future Pass. There's no beating it. That's that is a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I'm done. <laughs> I've said all I needed to say. <laughs> um. So tonight, I think marked a little bit of the American. Tonight. Sorry, the other night. We usually do this on the night of. So my brain is like tonight. Um. The other night, I think, marked the American, like, uh, breakout of Bong Joon-ho mm-hmm. as not only an artist, uh, but as a kind of a, a personality as well. Because I think on the stage, when he was winning, um, he did a total of three speeches and then had his producers do the last one. Um, I think he just, his personality really was something that, like carried through and I think that what's really fun and unique about him is that he just seems so honest and genuine um and we don't actually get a lot of I think director characters anymore like people who seem to be a little bit larger than life in the way that like probably like a Spike Lee or a Spielberg or a Tarantino all people who've been represented over the last 30 plus years but like they're known for being a director, not just like and a personality. I think even some some of the newer generations, like even the like the Ariasters, or even like to an extent like the Wes Andersons of the world, like Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele feels a little different because he's an actor, so people would recognize him. But like, I don't know how many other directors are, are recognizable to non like film folk. You know, and that I, was where we were going. Yes. No, yeah. Um, I, you know what? I'm gonna say. Greta Gerwig walking down the street. Only you know her. I mean, there you go. Me. I'll be like, ah, that's the lady from Greenberg. (laughs) She'd take that. She'd take that. Um... Well, Natalie Portman wore a dress that had all the women directors of 2019 embroidered on it. It was beautiful. Also, she and Timothy Chalamet got on stage, and you're like, ooh, sharp cheekbones. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why they're together? I think so. Because, like, you can, like, cut your hand on their, like, They should chins. have a knife fight with our faces. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win? 
Oh, Natalie. Yeah, okay. She's seen a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> she survived the prequel. She did. Well, Padme did not. Uh, but but Natalie did. <laughs> Breaking my heart. <laughs> Uh, she, I like her, her, uh, her mission to get more respect for women directors. I like that. Um, another fun part was mm-hmm. when Randy Newman stopped singing. Okay. That was, that was great. It was, it was solid. Yeah, I was so yeah. happy. Well, you know, he was making that song up on the fly. Like, he knew, like, one line. And then, like, I think he was just making up the rest of the words. That's what it sounds like <laughs> when I hear that song. Randy, I know that people. I, Randy, I, I have, I have praised your accomplishments and I've belittled your, let you throw yourselves away and James and the Giant Peaches. <laughs> so, so, so some ups and downs. Yeah, but you know, those downs. Uh, I mean, listen, it wasn't the most entertaining performance of the evening by any means. Most of the performances weren't that entertaining, if I'm gonna be honest. I liked yeah. the Frozen 2 one uh-huh. because different people were there, and that was, like, cool. And then after that, I was kind of like, okay. I liked, I think, I enjoyed that one. I, I really liked that the, the concept that they had mm-hmm. to present that song. Um, Cynthia Erivo's performance I also mm-hmm. enjoyed. Um, I, I think because a I think she's a like a fantastic performer, mm-hmm. and to just listen to that specific song by itself, it it has a certain resonance to it because of the topic. But like to see it performed live, uh, kind of actually added a little bit of extra to it. I actually enjoyed that performance quite a bit too. Um. Janae... Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Her opening number was good until it became weird. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like... Okay, I was on board with that, and I even rewatched it, because I was like, okay, where do, where do I get off board with this opening number? Because... When she starts singing to Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks is kind of like, he's being polite, but you know... We're all suffering on it. We're all feeling the same way, Tom. And then she moves on down to Leo. And Leo's not having any of it. Leo can't even act like... That's why he didn't win Best Actor, is he couldn't even act like he was enjoying it. And then I think my actual favorite one that was right behind Leo was Brie Larson. And she's a little too into it. I think Brie Larson's just lit. Um... You know, a surprising moment. I know we're all like, Parasite winning is a big surprise. Let me tell you a bigger surprise. When we were in the middle of the best original song montage, and then the Eminem scene was happening for far too long, and I was like, so Eminem's gonna come out and sing, right? Like, that's what's about to happen, and then he rose from the stage, and my mom was like, I was having a conversation with her, and she was like, oh... That's who it was. I just fast forward because I couldn't understand anything. And I was, I started just sending her the lyrics. And when you send those lyrics specifically, they kind of sound like a threat at first. <laughs> if you had one chance, one shot, one opportunity. Did you also leave out Mackay Pfeiffer's name? I didn't get that far. Oh, okay. I got to Mom's Spaghetti and I was done. <laughs> Um, and then I said, Mom, I don't, like, it, it mattered so much. It was like he was speaking to me not to give up. And she was like, okay. 
So your mom <laughs> was like Martin Scorsese, who looked asleep when they flashed him during that. Oh, so did Billy. Billy Eilish. Eilish. She was she was mouthing along, and the only reason I know that is because I've seen like there was like a GIF reaction okay. to it, and she was like just chill mouthing along. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're right. She didn't look that enthused. Well, she was like, oh, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he get to sing this song and I have to sing Yesterday? Um, that's clearly <laughs> how she felt, because uh, her performance of Yesterday was stayed? Restrained? I don't know, it was boring. Um, and I feel bad because it was over the in memorandum, but like, I just she didn't seem like she was super psyched. Like, it seems like her agent was like, go perform at the Oscars. And she's like, okay. Um, I liked the Eminem performance. I don't know why we did it. I th felt like we were here because like Eminem's trying to like make himself a comeback with his new album. For Paddington 3, it's a promo. Oh, okay. Well, then Paddington should have been here. Someone told me that I was the worst person ever for my Paddington 3. <laughs> Your Paddington 3 bit is amazing. It's not a bit, Josh! <laughs> um, it's a pitch. Correct. Uh, <laughs> you keep pitching it, pitching up the ladder. Listen, if it was going to be a promotion, then where was Ben Wisha? England? <laughs> where was Taryn? Uh, where was Taryn? No Taryn in the performances. I think what was interesting, there was a lot of musical performances in this one. I think that the, the producers of this specific Oscars felt like the way they were going to keep it moving and keeping it lively was performance after performance after performance. Because I think, uh, I heard somewhere that I think there was 13 performances, all included, um, of musical numbers. If you include, like, the opening and that guy who rapped the first half of the Oscars and all of the song performances and Did Eminem. Did you see that conductor's lady? The conductor one, yeah. Mint Milano, or, like, Milano cookies are, like, putting people's dresses onto cookies and the one, the only one that looks awesome is that conductor uniform. Yeah. I mean, like, other dresses look nice, you guys. Whatever, it's cool. Like, respect. But, like, that conductor one is the finest looking cookie. There you go. Yeah. Does that cookie also move like a Tim Burton stop motion creature? No, it's a cookie. Cookies okay. can't move. Okay. I was curious. Like, that conductor was into it. I really enjoyed it. But Good. definitely, like, sharp, like, stop motion movements. Good. <laughs> uh, something I didn't enjoy that I think a lot of folks, like, from the podcasts I've listened to between now and then, have been enjoyed is Maya Rudolph and Chris and Wig. I just... The, I liked it at first. Yeah. And then it kept going, and I was like, we need to stop this. The bit went on for it, a long time. And it was odd, because it was like, we're acting. Yes. And we're like, oh, we're going to give an acting award. That's interesting. Oh, no, we're not. No, because it was a long walk to get to, like, costumes? I think it was a long walk to get to, like, editing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it didn't, didn't add up. I think it's part of, for me, an overall problem that I personally have with the last two years of the Oscar ceremony. So when I will say that I enjoyed this Oscar ceremony, I think more than the last couple. Um, I miss a host. I really do. Um, I think they tried this year to serve. They had an opening number, and then they had Steve Martin and Chris Rock come out, and I feel that Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig did an extended bit, and they just had celebrities throwing to celebrities because they didn't have somebody to do that job, and it made it feel a little overstuffed with people, um, and so, like, like with the Maya Rudolph bit, I think if 
that bit is more concise and they're not trying to fill some comedy time with it, I think that it works a little bit better. Um, I, I miss having a host, somebody to come out to reset, to like, I, I don't know, I just, it's, it's a part of the event that I wish they would bring back. Though I do understand that, like, there's probably not a lot of folks that want to do it. I'd love to. Call me up. Great. Hello. Welcome to the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom's spaghetti. Oh. And then, and then Eminem will come out and rap again. Okay, great. Every year, just you and Eminem. Yeah, why? Why did he do it? I you mean, know... You know... <laughs> yeah? We as a society love to celebrate the 22nd anniversary of everything... So like this is this was it, the twenty second anniversary of Eight Mile. Good. Yeah. Two and eleven are both prime numbers, so it makes sense. Oh, that's I, I I was always wondering why that societal trend happened. Yeah. 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 There are some numbers that can only be I mean like every number can be written as a fact except for like one like you can bring it down to its prime factorization and it's just prime factors which is great but then like 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 there are only there are some numbers that can only be, you can only multiply them by like multiplying like prime numbers together so like eight you can't do that because you can do like two times four and four is not a prime number it's a composite but like four you can only do that by multiplying two primes together except for you can multiply by one but one's not an interesting number so let's ignore it okay great sorry that was good it was I'm good so times sorry, guys, yeah no everyone. it was solid guys i just there's so much happening <laughs> Um, and yet nothing all at the same time. Well, there's always something. Guys, Bong Joon-ho. Maybe now people will start, like, when I yell, like, Bong Joon-ho, they'll finally understand what I'm talking about. Do you have <laughs> a favorite Bong Joon-ho speech moment of the evening? Oh, no, but I have a favorite Bong Joon-ho movie. <laughs> oh, okay. I like the one, well, I liked at the end. We didn't get to see this, but I saw it on Twitter where he makes his Oscars kiss. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like that—that that made sense. His um, Oscars. Oh, he made them kiss together. Yeah, okay. he went like, <laughs> like they were dolls. Um, God, I love him. I also like—I mean, like his speeches were all very eloquent. He also just like seemed really cool. Uh, uh, um, I liked when he was like off to the side and someone else was talking, and he just smiled at his Oscar. Like that, <laughs> that was, was really good. Cute. Yeah. Um, Walking Phoenix's speech was good, and then like. Like, closer to the end, we were kind of like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put a pen on Joaquin, because okay. I want to answer the question I asked you, then we'll come back. What's the fav your favorite Bong Joon-ho movie? Yours is Snowpiercer. No, not movie, speech Mine, moment. I really speech. like Memories of Murder. <laughs> well, I bet we're good there. I like The Host. Is this not an episode we're doing later? Um, I Wait, also, you're spoiling content for yourself. I also yourself. really liked Okja. Uh-huh. I'm just naming <laughs> Bong Joon-ho movies, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ones apparently you don't like. Uh, I haven't seen the dog bite hand. I haven't either. Uh, I have two. Briefly, one of them, uh, the one I really appreciated when he was just sort of calling out all the directors and being like, yeah, you're cool, you're cool, you're cool. Martin Scorsese got himself a uh, standing ovation because Bong had said a good quote and that I thought it was really unique that like, somebody like that he would just lead that tribute moment in the middle of his speech as as somebody who really inspired his career i thought that was really cool and then he also thanked quentin tarantino who before he was popular would quentin tarantino would always be like no this bong joon ho character yep. is great and then he was like sam and todd you're here which I also thought was fun, but I super enjoyed. Uh, I think it was his international film 
uh, speech where at the very end of it, he was basically like, and now I'm just going to go drink till morning. <laughs> and he left. That was a great line. I loved it. It was solid. Um, my favorite tweet of the night involves Bong Joon-ho. It was somebody tweeted, uh, Bong Joon-ho just wants a drink and they keep handing him Oscars. Thought that was solid. Good tweet. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, it what got a, there. What an interesting fellow. <laughs> <laughs> what a fellow who did not look like he wanted to receive this award. <laughs> uh, it, he keeps trying for him, though. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Maybe this isn't the one he wanted it for, yeah. though. See, me and him both. Me and him both. Well, Josh, if not now, then when? If not now, then when? Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's done any good work in the past. Uh, I'll just name PTA performances that he should have. Uh, it feels like the Oscars have been trying to do this since, like, 2000, and they just kept not doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. because the Oscars don't award things until it's too late. Yeah. Except for, like, Renee Zellweger already had one, so, like, I don't know, give oh, it to God. Saoirse Ronan. She has so many noms now. Uh... I liked, I, I agree with you that, like, it took a while to get there for Joaquin Phoenix's speech, but when he finally got around to saying some things that I super am on board with and agree with, which is that, you know, we should look at the people and we need to try to give rights to everybody and everything and genuinely listen to all people and try, and that's the way that we're going to come together and heal and, and I liked those words. I thought those were all really good and really powerful. Um, you know, and he spoke about many different topics in in the world. Um, I mean, I, I've heard, and I, I guess I was kind of like, I wasn't super loving his, the animal, the veganism part of his speech where he was describing the process of, of, of inseminating cows. But it's your platform. It's your pulpit. Go to town, buddy. If it's what you want to talk about, go for it. Oh, I think I have Renee Zellweger's speech right here. Okay. Um, Henry, Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, <laughs> Johnny Ray. stole my Ray, joke. South <laughs> stole my joke. Joe DiMaggio. Uh, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Sudebaker, police, television. Police. Joke thief. Joke thief. <laughs> yeah, Renee Zellweger's speech was boring. I don't know why, as a society, Hollywood just decided, like, she's going to win it this year. It's going to happen again. <sighs> it was boring, everybody. I'm so sorry. Um, you too. <laughs> <laughs> Chevy Checker Psycho, Belgians in the Congo. <laughs> well, Were you prepped with the lyrics, Josh? I wasn't. I wasn't prepped. I was just gonna name drop the song. I've you, been... uh, she. I don't know. She was fine. It just felt really. That's the. That was the most like underwhelming moment of the night. Renee Zellweger now has two Oscars. Good for. Good for her. Like. It's a weird fact that no one's gonna remember. And then when you win it, at, when you remember it at quiz night, you're gonna be like, oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, the other acting nominations while we're here, I actually thought that both uh, Brad Pitt and Laura Dern's speeches were really good. I liked their, um, their, it showed a lot of emotion in terms of what it meant to them. I really like when Laura Dern called out uh, her mom and her family and her dad. I thought that was really personal and really beautiful. Um, those are kind of just examples of like really classic, traditional, good speeches. I know Brad Pitt opened up with a little bit of like politics and then but kind of moved off that so yeah i enjoyed both of those as well did adam mckay like write his speeches he finally admitted like before the oscars somewhere that like he's got some funny friends who are helping him out and that's all he all he said are those funny friends adam mckay it might be because like they're friends uh-huh they did the big short yeah he was a producer probably <laughs> he was in the movie certainly Fine, I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> the Big Short? Yeah. He's in The Big Short. I also feel like he's a producer. Oh, okay. I mean, you're not wrong. You're I'm not, not listening I'm to not me. disagreeing with you that he's also a producer on Produced that movie. Produced by Brad Pitt. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. I was just saying that the producer connection, probably not the stronger of the two connections. Oh, oh, Josh, if I gave you an absorbent amount of money to make your dream project, you wouldn't appreciate that as much as me acting in your film? I'm just saying that they probably had more interactions as actor-director. He has too many kids. He thanked them. He said they were, they, they were the color of his world and he does everything for them. That color's green. <laughs> well, kids are expensive, Kylie. Everything kids are expensive. Money. Yes, those other funny friends. What if the Coens wrote it? What if him and Clooney were just workshopping it? Well, Clooney's also pretty funny. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think the Coens would bother to write the Brad Pitt. <laughs> who, who would the Coens write the speech for? John Goodman. Oh, okay, that's the right answer. There you go, yeah. Barton Fink himself. John Turturro. Uh, Taika, Taika got an Oscar tonight. That was the other surprising. night. Yes, surprising, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for that. Who did I give it to? Who are my options? Uh, your options were uh, uh, Todd Phillips mm -hmm. and Scott Silver for Joker, Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Just give me the just give me the, the movies. Anthony McCarran for The Two Popes and Steven Zalian for The Irishman. I'm pretty sure I gave it to The Irishman. You did, yeah. Seems like me. Because I was like, Irishman will get one. And Irishman didn't get any. Yeah. I got none. Martin joins... There were three Irishmen, though. Martin three. Made Can some you history. believe there were three Irishmen? There's three? There's three. Shut up. There's three? I heard you paint houses. There's three? I heard you paint houses. Okay, so there was... So there... if I make that if I make that reference, you now know what it means, yeah, right? Yeah, From now on? Yeah. Forever? Absolutely. Okay. So De Niro and... Does he play an Irishman? <laughs> yeah, he's the titular Irishman. Why is Liam Neeson in here? <laughs> I don't know if there is three Irishmen. He's I, an actual Irishman. I think there's like is one. Is De Niro like Italian? Yeah. Okay, well, okay. But he plays an Irishman. Uh-huh, sure. Well, he has Irish descent. Uh-huh. All right. I heard you paint houses. I do. I do paint houses. It's a good time. Okay. So don't... I haven't seen that movie still. All right, yeah, no, listen. Didn't win any Oscars. I don't need to. Parasite's opening to AMC. Again? This week. I never made oh, it. Oh, okay. Never made it there. Got it. Birds of Prey got a new name. 
towards a particular new name, they were listening to our conversation. Uh, Chris Rock made the same miniseries joke about the Irishman that I've been making for a long time. So good job, Chris Rock. You and I both. Same thoughts. He's making a Saw movie. He is making a Saw movie. <laughs> True story. Uh, do you know what history Martin Scorsese made tonight? Um, no. Because he might have made it on Sunday. Uh, yeah, fair. Yes, on Sunday. Boop, a singer. Um, was he like the oldest director nominated? No. To lose? The no. oldest director to lose? <laughs> it, um, he is. He was the most thanked person of the night. <laughs> I mean, Netflix is right up there with him in that. Man, there are a lot of thinking Netflix tonight. He was the first Netflix movie to not win an Oscar. Yeah, there you go. No, not true. He's the first director to have two films have double digit nominations and go home empty handed. What was the other one, Wolf? Not Wolf of Wall Street. The Casino? Not Casino. You're in between those two. Thanks, Josh. Okay. I'm in between a film he made a long time ago and a film he made yesterday. You're in between a film he made in the 90s and a film that he made in the 2010s, so you're cutting off the 70s and 80s. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. I was actually trying to be helpful. Josh, I don't know time. <laughs> Hugo. Why? <laughs> right? It's before Hugo. Is it a crime film? Yes. Have I seen it? Mmm... <laughs> Solid, maybe. So it's a, I'm leaning towards no. It's a Wait, crime film? You've only seen like three Scorsese. It's possible that I've seen this one. And I don't know. If it's okay. Scorsese. All right. Uh, it's yes. It's a crime film. Okay. Gangster Squad. Ooh, you have one of the words. <laughs> kind of. Gangster. No. Squad. No. Suicide. <laughs> Gangs of New York. There it is. Right there. You did it. No, yes. I have not seen that film. Yeah. Okay. And I could not have told you that that was him. Okay. Uh, Leo is in it, though. Yes! And so is the man who can't act without destroying his life. John C. Riley. No. I know, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, Dan Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> wow, I'm so glad those pictures are up. Yeah, me too. I like them. They're good pictures. You have the Eye of Sauron always looking over you now, and protecting then you. Hogwarts. Where you're always home. Where everybody knows your name. I don't know if he knows our name, but, uh, sees you. Uh, The Irishman, also the only film of this bunch to not win, to, of the Best Picture bunch, to not win an Oscar tonight. Huh. Yeah. Tonight? The other night. <laughs> the Southern Oscar night. I wouldn't be so hard on this if you weren't always, like, two popes. There are two of them. Did you know that? Yeah. Carly, I'm not gonna get to do this bit ever again. I gotta, I gotta enjoy you it while are it's there. You're, you're a filthy liar. Do you wanna know why? Do why? you wanna know why? Those <laughs> active listening left ear, active listening right ear. You were repeating a question because I was answering. You constantly still make the stupid, darkest Peru stupid bit. <laughs> so if you think that this is the death of the two stupid popes, not the popes are stupid. Just the bit stupid. The stupid bit of two popes. There's two popes. Are there two? Wait, there's two. There's two. There's two popes. Yeah, that's stupid bit. You are falsely mistaken, Josh. As I am continuously having to just run through when you say darkest Peru, I just ignore it and I continue. Okay, here's the reason why I think the two popes bit is gonna die faster. Darkest Peru has an Oscar win. 
There's a reason to reference it. What beyond today is the reason to reference the two popes? You enjoy my suffering. I don't enjoy your suffering. I just enjoy bits. You just bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has. Okay, well, get ready for Joe Wright's new film, Woman in the Window. We'll be doing two episodes on it. We'll do an entire series on it. One in British accents and one out of British accents. I love that! <laughs> Does it take place in Britain? I don't know, but he's British. Yeah, but Wyatt Russell's not. Anthony Mackie? Mm. Julianne Moore? <laughs> Seems real American. Gary Oldman's there, though. Yeah, Rach, not Rachel E. Cook. The other one. Rachel Vice. No. Rachel oh, McAdams. The crazy one. Jennifer Jason Lee. Rachel getting Gen married. No, Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> oh, I, had, I was so close. <laughs> I had Lee, <laughs> Rachel Lee, Jennifer, yeah, okay. Oh, wait, so I got to guess Lee names? Bruce Lee. Uh, no, we already fi I already figured it out, and I've already forgotten her name, so we're just going to pass it. <laughs> Jet Lee. We're going to just keep going. <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes. Okay, we did it. Okay. okay. Great. Um, Thomas Newman still doesn't have an Oscar. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll have an issue with him. Yeah. I don't really have an issue with Randy Newman. I just don't think he's that good. <laughs> and I think that he made one of the most abhorrent songs to ever grace for years. Yeah, my name David is James. James. <laughs> he should have been shot in space for that one. <sighs> Alright, here's my challenge for you then. I would like you to write the better Forky Montage song. And then at some point in 2020, you have to present it to us. And we will see... Which song should be in Toy Story 4? Academy Award winning Toy Story 4. I got that one right. You did. It was the hardest one of the bunch. It was! There were so many reasons why it shouldn't have been. Yeah, there were so many reasons why that category was awful. <laughs> you know, there are exactly two sequels of all time that have one best animated feature. Okay, and it's going to be this one and the last time, the Toy Story one. Yep, that is correct. Three and four. Kylie's busting out the kind of <laughs> game. She's done with this episode. All right, well, fair enough, everybody. Elton John has an Oscar. Deacons has an Oscar again. Whoa, 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 Barry. What? Barry has an Oscar. Uh, Bernie? Bernie, Bernie Toppin? Yeah, yeah Bernie, Bernie Toppin has an Oscar again. I mean, you just said Elton John, but Bernie Toppin also. I was just blowing through Toppins! things because you were done. Toppins. Hair love, great, good job, good short. Uh, I like the speech by the, the Joker lady who won. Hilda, can't pronounce your last name. I'll try. Gundatar? Gundatar? I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't know how to pronounce there. She was nice. She was great. Liked her speech. Shocked a lot. That, that nice lady brought out this, like, weird score. I genuinely appreciate that, like, not only did the producers of Joker think of her and go to her, because, like, usually I think in a lot of, like, women are go-tos for, like, women projects. Costume, and, hair, production design. I mean, even, like, when you get to direct something, it's because it's a female lead, and it's because it's gonna play it to girl power, and da 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 But, like, this is not that, and they still went there. Yeah, Zero Dark, right there. Girl Good power. old Catherine. Girl power! Well, listen, Jessica Chastain. I, yeah, I know, girl power. Yeah, absolutely. Girl power. Yeah, Keanu? Ugh. I was gonna go with the lady, the naked lady who beats him up. Oh, okay, girl power, yeah. Girl power! 
Did you like the Diane Keaton Keanu Reeves thing? Yeah, I did really like Point Break. I also really like Something's Gotta Give. Diane Keaton is not in Point Break. Um, did I like the bit? Yeah. No, it went on too long. Okay. Uh, I liked seeing them together, and then they're like, remember when we made Something's Gotta Give? And I was like, yeah, I sure do. I saw that this, uh, not this Christmas, last Christmas. Do you need to talk about anything else? I was looking. I Pain and Glory is a good movie. I saw it. Deserves to be here. Antonio was actually pretty good. Andy Bandy. Yep. Uh, okay, I have to... I feel like I have one final defense of something. Okay. And that is my opinion of 1917. Okay. Because I like this movie. Okay. And I would have been fine had it won. Josh, I don't think I'm the one that's been like, oh, Josh, you've been hating on 1970. I think you have been that person. I don't think I've done that at all. Okay, all right. I, I genuinely don't think I've been attacking you for your thoughts on 1970. I just feel like you think I don't like 1970. No, you've told me. You think it's a masterpiece in cinema. Well, I, that's a little far. Okay, but... you think that it's a cool exploration in what cinema can do yeah. and can bring. Yeah. You just don't like the character. You like you just don't care about the characters or the emotion. It's okay not to have an emotional attachment. Sometimes it's just okay to look at something and be like I like it because it's cool. Which, to be fair, if that won for Best Picture, sure fine, whatevs. It's not the worst thing in the world. I'm just really glad they didn't go with the boring choice. Not that it's bad. It would have just been expected. Though I don't think the Oscars always has to have to be a surprise. Like, if that, if, that, if there's a right choice, make the right choice. Green Book was not the right choice. <laughs> Though, listen, when you take out Green Book, the last, like, four or five years are looking pretty solid. It's Birdman, Spotlight, Moonlight, uh, Shape of Water, and uh, Parasite. It's pretty good films. I don't feel much for Shape of Water. I, listen, it's not, like, amazing. It's the bottom of that list. Uh, we beat Spotlight, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love Spotlight. I, I don't even care that it's Oscar the movie. It is Spotlight the movie. It's like, if, and that list of five for me is, like, three. I like it a lot. Birdman's four? Yeah, Birdman's four. Birdman's four. I also yeah. like Birdman. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't. I like Birdman. I also like Birdman. All right. Cool. What's what's it? What's that? What's that? What is there? Um. Uh, All right, everyone. Josh, here's you have a chance. Oh, okay. I'm right. real bad at this game. Name different movies with Sean Connery. Doctor No. Finding Forrester. Oh, oh no. yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, the game broke, everybody. <laughs> Triple A batteries? Who the crap has triple A batteries? Alright, well, I gotta get some triple A's at some point. Right, I'll put this right on back here. <laughs> Great, so we know we end with Sean Connery. Alright, there well, we go. I'll do the other choice. Oh, oh. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> okay, well. Alright, I'll get some triple A's for next week so we can continue to play our Hollywood game. You say that now. Are you gonna go <laughs> buy all the triple A's? <laughs> All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this Oscar reaction episode. You can find us at Friend of a Friend. Bong Joon Ho won. Bong Joon Ho, I'm so excited. Bong Joon Ho. You can find us at Friend. I feel like I'm not showing all my excitement. I just like, right? Like it's Bong Joon Ho has an Oscar. All is right. All is right. It's four Oscars. All was well. It's good. Good time. 
Uh, you can find us at friend of friend podcast at squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Leave us a five star review or any star review, as well as hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Spot on. I loved it. <coughs> what was it? Oh, it was the Oscar theme from oh. <laughs> 1974. Uh, it was good. It was real solid. You can also find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast and on Twitter at TWT underscore podcast. YouTube. Ducks Watch Together. Tumblers. Ducks Watch Together. Letterboxd. Derby ACT and Kylie Gallisher. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh. I'm Kylie. Quack, 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 quack. quack. quack.